Hello, and welcome to the seventh episode of Is It In The Budget, a podcast where we help you better understand money and healthy money habits. Today, I am joined by a guest and my friend, Kelvin. Uh, he's been here before. We Last time, we debated money versus passion. Passion versus paycheck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. And so that was a good discussion. So yeah. it's nice to have you back. Today, for this particular episode, we're going to be talking about delayed gratification and social media comparisons. So I know that we both have practiced delayed gratification in our personal lives. We've also discussed social media and social yeah. media comparisons. So today really hoping to kind of hone in on those and then share some examples from our personal lives and kind of the importance of practicing, especially delayed gratification as it relates to finance and just other facets of life totally. as well. So now with that, for people who may have not met you or listened to the other episode, yeah. do you mind sharing a little bit about yourself? Yeah, my name is Kelvin. I've known Obi since high school. So since we were about 13, 14 years old, we went to Edmonds Way High School in Edmonds, Washington. Right now I work as a mentoring program coordinator in the Office of African American Male Achievement at Seattle Public Schools. So yeah, life is good. I still live in Edmonds. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not ashamed to still live in the hometown that I, I grew up in. But yeah, I'm on this podcast because Obi and I have talked many many times about some of the financial struggles that we've gone through together but also some of the breakthroughs that we've seen and it's been awesome to bounce ideas off of you and receive some advice from you financially as well so yeah thank you for having me bro yeah of course so delayed gratification delayed gratification is the i guess the act of putting off immediate satisfaction mm -hmm. or instant gratification with the intent of seeking a larger reward in the future yep. so a common example that i use is when it comes to dining out. Uh, so let's say that you're an individual who likes to dine out. Let's say you like McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or whatever. Yep. Let's say you go there five times a week. Delayed gratification would be, or an example of it would be, instead of going out five times a week to dine out, you could go out three times a week. And then with the money that you're saving from not going out those two extra days, you could put it into a savings account or use it to pay off credit card debt or invest it. And the idea is that with in doing so, you give yourself a space where you can build up savings and positively impact your life in the future. Yeah, now this plays some out- some sort of sacrifice. Exactly, and this plays out in many different ways. That's just a small example. Mm -hmm. And so I guess for you, what does delayed gratification mean yeah. for you? I mean, on a very practical level, it's like making food in the oven versus the microwave. Like truly, yeah. like, like, <laughs> I mean, food in the microwave is fine. Like it, it does a job, but food prepared with time is, is always better. And for me, it's just like, I always got to remember, like, I'm running my own race at the end of the day, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, when I see things on, let's say, social media or even when I'm comparing myself to others, delayed gratification looks like not buying things just so that I can fit into a crowd or not doing things so I can look cool, what, whatever that may be. But it's truly like building a foundation for my future. And so sneakers are my thing. And so I like to buy shoes. However, the Alexander McQueen game right now is that's not in the budget right now. Yeah, it's not in the budget right now. Hey, However, podcast name. <laughs> <laughs> it is not in the budget. Exactly. However, it's not it may not be McQueen's, but saving up for a first house like that's the hope. Right. And so go. as I'm sacrificing the sneakers or the shoes that I do want in the long run, I, I think that my sacrifice will pay off dividends. And so even with instant gratification, I think that what's really Really, what I've been pondering as well is like it's not it may not even be instant gratification but just like an expected timeline I think the reason I bring that up is because I think a lot of times when 
we pursue an endeavor we're like oh we need to get it done by this time and yeah. then we're expecting that like that result or that dopamine hit whatever it may be as soon as that timeline gets pushed out a little bit then we're like uh oh, well it's not worth it it's not worth uh, exactly. to continue to invest in and with delaying gratification it's also understanding like things can still be still can ebb and flow and so our timelines aren't concrete and it's truly like trusting a little bit and also understanding too you're playing the long game and it's not about an expected date or an expected arrival spot yeah and i mean thank you for bringing up instant gratification i was doing research last night on instant gratification and delayed gratification in preparation yeah <laughs> for this episode <laughs> and with instant gratification what i found was scientifically our brains are hardwired to seek out pleasure yeah and to avoid pain totally. and that is why instant gratification is so it's easy. Very. The same way that, you know, if I want to make chicken from McDonald's Oof. and then I drive by McDonald's, so you know, I might as well just pull in. <laughs> and get, <laughs> and, and it get, hurts to drive past. <laughs> exactly. And get <laughs> and get that. But in doing so, when you act upon instant gratification, whether it is getting fast food or it is buying that new pair of sneakers or whatever it may be, you now build pathways yeah. in your brain that make it easier for you to fall into those habits. Yeah. I'm not going to get into addiction, but that's exactly. like a whole. Uh, sure. Another yeah. another thing, but it's the it's that in like basically by acting on that instant gratification repeatedly and repeatedly, it makes it harder for you to even think about the long term impacts of what you're doing, because the same with instant gratification, most of those habits or behaviors aren't healthy anyway. Mm -hmm. So, for example, with instant gratification, if you are hungry and you you want something, you don't yeah. want to cook something, you're probably going to get unhealthy food yep. you're probably gonna get a frozen pizza that's my and thing. that has health impacts yep. long term exactly now let's say that you're in school and you have homework or other things that you can be doing with the long-term objective of graduating but it's easier to scroll on your phone uh, you may, let, maybe you get distracted and it's yep. easy to go on TikTok or YouTube or whatever whatever it may be then like is that that's not helping you in the long term with achieving your goal of no. graduating from school now when we talk about money we can apply those same things because you know, we care about how we look, you and sure. I. And yeah. uh, I've talked about it before that I like shopping for clothing. That's one of my vices. Mm -hmm. I also like eating out, yeah. another vice of mine. And I found that when I buy fast food, like two days in a row, yeah. I'm like, well, shoot, like, what's three days? Yeah. <laughs> what's, two, what's three days in a row? Shoot, Absolutely. three days? What's four days? And then it's... And then it's like, you know, I got the McDonald's app. If I can go there, get full off four bucks, why Man. not just do that every single day? <laughs> Those, I mean, it's just not healthy. No. And I know that the more consistently, and this is why I try to avoid like kind of following into, falling into that habit, yeah. because I found that, especially in my case, when I do it like two, t two days in a row, it makes it easier to do it a Absolutely. third day in a row. Yep. Yep. Uh, and yeah, no, I want to need to delete up. that app. <laughs> delete it delete that mcdonald's it app, saves bro. me money long i bet term. it does but it can it brings you back yeah. that's that's what it does it brings you back i will say that so one thing that i've done that's helped me with uh, instant gratification and delayed gratification uh so last year my brother who you know chukma mm -hmm. yep. we moved into an apartment in ballard mm -hmm. and ballard is home to a lot of restaurants and a lot yeah. of bars and Everywhere. we were right like in the thick of it yep. on market street, market street. <laughs> and we, I remember we sat down, it was after like a month or two of being there and we hadn't cooked anything. We, we <laughs> just, we just been going out. You ought to be ashamed and, of yourself. <laughs> and getting, <laughs> and getting food. Cause I mean, the restaurants around were amazing. And I looked at how much I had spent just in that time frame, And I won't, I mean, it was a lot. And 
we both kind of decided, okay, like let's take advantage of the grocery stores near us. Mm -hmm. Safeway was right across the street. Mm -hmm. QFC, maybe a mile away. And I adopted a practice that helps me with delayed gratification as it relates to food, which is now Monday through Thursday. I don't allow myself to eat out. So um, Monday through Thursday, I'm not going to McDonald's, even though it's just around the corner. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, sure. not, I'm not ordering food. I'm not yeah. doing anything other than surviving off what's in the house. If I need food, I'm going to go to QFC and I'm going to buy groceries and I'm going to cook something. Yeah. And that's a habit I started last year that I've continued up to this year, which has not only helped me diet uh, and help me lose weight, but it's also helped me save money. Yeah. Now, Friday through Sunday, you enjoy yourself. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, I, you I have to strike the balance. I get a little lazy. Yeah. With, but <laughs> I mean, Friday is my day. Friday. Totally. I'm always I'm basically nine times out of 10. I'm going to eat out. Yeah. And that's just kind of my relaxation day. Yeah. And then Saturday, if I'm out and about, you know what it is. Uh, Sunday, I might be at home all day and then I'm not going to go anywhere. Sure. But having that kind of like that system and building that habit that way has helped me long term save money where I'm not going out every single day. And I think that practice is also sustainable. Right. And so um, by you, if you were like, I'm not going to eat out ever again, mm -hmm. you would eventually eat out at some point. At some point oh, yeah. you would feel discouraged or yeah. at some point it would be really, really hard to resist the urge. And so by you having that balance, you're creating practices that are far more sustainable than just cutting a cold turkey. Right. Yeah. I man you are you're absolutely preaching man i think that i kind of fell into what you were doing with these l's like oh, <laughs> don't get me started on this man it, it's starting to get tough for me man it, it truly is starting to get tough for me but i think that like like you said having the balance allows me to enjoy my ezels maybe <laughs> let me not talk about the frequency in which i'm enjoying ezels but i'm enjoying it right yeah and if you're uh not native to washington state ezels it's ezels chickens yeah. fat f fast food restaurant yeah and uh, I mean, I just had it this morning. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and, and it's it's good, but it's it, it, the, the the convenience of it. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing too. Is like a lot of impulsive ideation is just out of convenience, also, right? right? And so I choose Ezels because it's very easy to go in and not really say anything to anybody. Just be like, yeah, that's my order. It's already prepaid for. Walk in, walk out. Right. Exactly. It, it doesn't take very much intentionality. It's actually instant gratification. Also, it goes into the escapist behaviors, if you will, right. like scrolling on our phone or whatever it is, kind of the dis dissociative uh, pathway in our in our um, in our practices. But the balance is really, really important because not all of it is bad. Ezels in itself isn't bad. McDonald's no. in itself isn't bad. Sneakers aren't bad. Right. But I think that if you're looking for it to bring you some sort of purpose or to free you from wherever you're at, that's when the instant gratification becomes absolutely toxic. Exactly. And the the more you practice instant gratification, mm. the more you value instant gratification. 1000%. <laughs> and the and I mentioned this before, the less the more difficult it becomes totally. to focus on long term goals, because yeah. if you're so focused on the the now and what mm -hmm. can I have now, it's you know, you're going to ignore what could happen sure. a year from now or five years yeah. from now. And this is a, a debate that I've had with my brother, Chukma, okay. uh, because we're opposites yeah. where for him and it's not necessarily a bad thing he's much more like live in the moment enjoy yep. life right yep. now and then for me i'm the complete opposite yeah. and i will say i mean shout out to you chukma uh, because he's helped change my life in a way that it allowed me to start to like live in the moment yeah. more and folk not always like be like oh i gotta do this i gotta yeah. do this so that i'm cool in the future mm -hmm. because i think most importantly especially if you're somebody who's battling with kind of controlling urges and self-control as it relates to whether it's spending money or whatever it may be having fun planning for the future are not mutually exclusive exactly. you can, do, you can both. do both and with that so like with dining out it's something where within my budget 
I can do it to mm -hmm. a certain level. Yeah. And then I think one example, one story that I tell, and you've, you've heard it before, is I, for the past several years, have wanted a Rolex watch. Mm -hmm. And for those of you unfamiliar with Rolex, it's a luxury watchmaker, Swiss watchmaker. Mm -hmm. And when I was, when I graduated from college, I got my job in consulting and it was the first time I had enough money to finally purchase the watch yep. and have enough money left over. It was a Rolex date just. I went to Benbridge in Seattle with my brother to go see what was what. <laughs> and they had the watch that I wanted. I tried it on. At that time- Man, uh, you felt powerful, didn't <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. Uh, at that time, the cost of the watch was about $9,000 when all was said and done. And I asked myself, is this something that I need right now? Yeah. Is it, does, it, does this make sense? At the time I was 20, 22, the conclusion that I came to was no. And no, because at the time I was living with my parents. Mm -hmm. I recently moved back in with them as yeah. I prepared to buy a house, which is another thing we'll talk about. Yep. And at the time I also had student loans and I had a car loan. Yeah. And the amount of those loans was about $30,000. Mm -hmm. Uh, and at the time, I had about thirty thousand yeah. <laughs> dollars in in uh, ooh, did I? Yeah, no, about thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, in in cash as well. And in my mind, the decision to buy that watch it just absolutely made no sense because, like, what am I doing <laughs> yeah. to think about doing this? Where if my parents kick me out tomorrow, can I survive? Like, wouldn't make any sense. Can yeah. I live? And there's so many other things that I can be doing with this money. I could yeah. use it towards paying off some of my yeah. loans. I could use it towards investing and all these other things. Now. Shortly after that experience, I didn't get the watch. Uh, COVID-19 yep. happened. And I lost a significant amount of the money that I had invested in the mm -hmm. stock market. And I remember sitting down with one of my friends, Court, who you know as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, we talked about, like, what, what should we do here? <laughs> I remember deciding, like, oh, let's invest more right now. I because a lot of the companies that we know and love are down right now. But the mm -hmm. value within those companies yep. more or less hasn't changed. Yeah. So I ended up investing, it was close to 40% of my income that year. And the money that I would have used to purchase that watch went into a company called DocuSign. <laughs> uh, and if, yep. if any of you heard of DocuSign, so DocuSign, they help you do like e-signatures. Mm -hmm. uh, so whether it's signing for a package or if you're signing a contract, uh, my investment ended up tripling. And amongst the other, I guess the growth that I experienced that particular year, I was able to pay off my student, or excuse me, I was able to pay off my car loan, which I did. And I could have paid off my student loans, but government paused, yeah. <laughs> paused those. Sure. And that is just one example of delay gratification where I wouldn't yeah. have been in a position to do all those things had I bought that watch, because yeah. I wouldn't have had the money. I wouldn't have had the liquidity to do so. And that has put me in such a different place now where 1, I was able to save my first $100,000 and then consider what is life outside of my parents' home. Mm -hmm. uh, and start to work towards financial independence yeah. where it would have taken me much longer and who knows where I'd be right now if I hadn't taken those steps and made that small sacrifice mm -hmm. of not getting that that watch that I didn't need anyway yeah and the, I, I like what you said there that you didn't need I think that a lot of times when we're seeking instant gratification or wherever we're going to seek that instant gratification it's a lot of wants but right. none of them are actual needs um, I think back to my story with delayed gratification it was getting out of student loan debt right I graduated with a I want to say 27,000 is the number maybe twenty six thousand dollars is the number and yeah i was 22 years old and while my friends were moving out of their parents house and living in these cool apartments i was still in my mom's basement right at the time i wasn't making very much money but i did know that if i were to sacrifice just a year like the goal was truly yeah. just like if i sacrifice for this one year like it'll change the way i 
can do a lot uh, i can do life in general yes i sat in some envy and i was oh, yeah. really really um i it hurt to not be the person that could host or not have the the crib that people like to go to or eat not even the crib that I really wanted to be in at the time. Mm -hmm. Love you, mom, but could not be there at that time. <laughs> However, it was the best decision for me and especially where I was financially. Because of that, that one year plan turned into an eight month plan. I got out of student loan debt. I was able to move out of my mom's house. I have a good living situation now. And it's like, yeah, that sacrifice, not only that sacrifice in general, like getting out of debt was great, but the practices that I that um, it taught me about money and the life that I can have with paying off my debt was incredible like i realized i didn't need a lot of the things that i wanted right and that was the issue with me it was like i thought that a lot of the things that i i wanted were needs and so when i <laughs> chose a goal that was a much more delayed and that showed dividends in the long run it was like oh a lot of these things that i tell myself that i need are just wants like yeah. i can still create a very comfortable safe and secure life without these things and then of course, once I got out of student loan debt, it was like, all right, let's dabble in some wants, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you buy a plane ticket or you get some shoes or you get yourself. I, I bought myself a little chain. I was like, oh, I got yeah. myself Rewarding a little chain. Rewarding yourself is good. It's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, once again, we go back to the balance, right? Yeah. It's really, really hard because at the end of the day, when you have money, money's meant to buy things, right? And it's meant to... oh. Your eyes are rolling up. Uh, Hold well, on. I'm, yes. Well, so it's well, not. What, what else are you finna it, do with it? It allows you to buy things. Sorry. I wouldn't say that it's it's for. I mean, there's more. Sure. At least with what you can do. With Sorry. Money. Yes. Investing, yes. buying, you, spending, generosity. Yes. Yeah, Sorry. But at the end of the day, is like um, there is going. It, it's a material that is supposed to be used. That's what I meant, right? Yeah, it's okay. a material that's supposed to be used. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> and so there's nothing wrong with getting the things that you want, but they your needs have to come first. And so Correct. sometimes we just have it backwards. Yeah, and I think one thing that you mentioned that's important is sacrifice. Because yeah. ultimately, when it comes to delayed gratification, sacrifice has to take place. 1,000%. I know that, because I mentioned clothing, is, mm -hmm. something, is something that I like. So to enable me to buy the clothing that I want, when I want, mm -hmm. I basically just don't buy clothing for, <laughs> for yeah. like chunks of the year. Oh, yeah. And I say, okay, beginning of summer, and then basically the beginning of kind of like the cold period, like winter, sure is when I will spend money because I know that for me to be happy with my purchases, it requires me more or less to spend an amount that I don't want to spend on a monthly basis. Oh. And wait, what? Man, you, you buy big clothes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You buy the expensive <laughs> stuff. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Go ahead. <laughs> my bad. So my bad. The, and so that's helped me with budgeting on clothing okay. because if I know, so like, let's say January through before summer, May, <laughs> uh, I know, okay, I'm gonna survive off what's in my closet. Sure. My life doesn't fundamentally change if I continue to reuse all. all of this clothing. Mm -hmm. Now, when summer hits and I'm traveling, mm -hmm. most likely or going on vacation and doing different things, I like to have different Absolutely. different things on. Yeah. And then um, my, I think, uh, with my brother, he's a very stylish individual yeah. and I just went to New York to visit him. And you know, I gotta buy clothing to yeah. keep to keep well, up with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could, yeah, I can't, yeah, I gotta. I gotta live up absolutely to, to, what he's, absolutely to what he's doing, but that's helped me with budgeting on on clothing at least, where it's just I shut off that impulse to mm -hmm. buy clothing for months out of the year, yeah. where it's just not even something I consider. Why would I do this when I can do X Y Z with the money? Sure. And sure. I'm sure you've probably seen tweets or things where people say things like, "Oh, the like spending a thousand dollars on clothing, I'll be like upset," and then versus a thousand dollars into a stock. 
where it's oh easy it's automatic and i can relate to that where it's like if i'm investing in myself mm -hmm. whether it's i'm investing in my business or i'm investing in the stock market or i'm putting money into savings mm -hmm. it's it's much easier to do that because sure. it's like i don't the money's not leaving me no it's essentially getting recycled yep. and it's likely going to make me more money yeah versus spending it where it's like okay it's gone sure. but if i'm spending it on experience it's different totally and one thing that i enjoy is vacations absolutely there was a large period of my life where i didn't take them because i was hunkered down mm -hmm. working on trying to build <laughs> my my platform yeah. and just i mean i was in school also <laughs> and now uh due to plenty of sacrifices like not buying clothing all the time when sure. i wanted to not eating out all the time that i wanted to i now can afford to travel in a way that meets my needs uh or my wants rather yeah. uh, as it relates to like comfort yeah. when it comes to flying and then hotels and then renting cars and then dining sure. out and all those things where it's okay i can afford to do this yeah. because the sacrifice was made earlier exactly on. and i'm not doing it every month no. or every other month or, or and so on and so forth i think that when it comes to i'm going to kick it over to you in yeah. a sec here when it comes to delay gratification a lot of times i think it's easy to get into a mode of well even if i sacrifice now i'm not going to see the benefits for 20 years from now or mm -hmm. 30 years from now mm -hmm. or i don't even know when i'll see the benefits yep. Yep. and i think coming to terms with yeah you might not know but it could be sooner than you expect absolutely it could be a year from now it could yeah. be a week from now absolutely you, you, you just never know yeah and i think once again with instant gratification is that it's maybe if it's not instant it's like your expected timeline for when you're supposed to receive your reward that's still dangerous too right mm -hmm. now i think that we have been labeled the microwave generation which i think is whack i think that <laughs> it could come from like common practices in the past that weren't actually best practices so i have my my feelings about unpaid internships right like okay. i think that's i think that's whack like that's just me um i disagree no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm messing with you of course you, you <laughs> wouldn't pay nobody <laughs> i'm messing with you no but like um my sister's a doctor and she talks about like yeah i had to pull a 90 hour week and i'm like excuse you he's mm -hmm. like yeah i mean everybody before me did that so like what why right. why is that the thing like with our generation i think we catch a lot of flack for um wanting more of a balance as opposed to just like dying to our work or dying to whatever it is to make sure that we are in a better financial position like you said not recognizing the the benefits for a while putting into your 401k I'm not going to lie. It hurts me. <laughs> it gets, it's not fun. I work for the Seattle School District, as I said. And so on top of that, I have a pension that I have to put away and it's a percentage of my paycheck. And so when I look on my paycheck every month and I see what I actually receive versus what is going like, like my gross. Oh, that that hurts. Like that's a significant cut. But I do know that what I will reap 40 years from now could be great. And it it's not only going to be great for me, it could be great for my kids if I have kids or my family moving forward. And so even if we bring it to a practical sense, and I know we are going to talk a little bit about social media, social media, like for me, exercising is a big thing in my life, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I might not be able to tell, but I promise you it's a big, it's a big thing in my life. When you have this expected timeline for when you're supposed to look a certain way or hit your goals when it comes to like your weight, whatever that may be. When you don't hit those goals, it's like, oh, this isn't worth it. Let's oh, yeah. just let's just cut this out. Even from a financial standpoint, a lot of times too, we have our goals for when we want to like buy something or mm -hmm. when we want to be at a certain place when it comes to our money. I know you have your goals and oh, yeah. goals are a great thing, but goals can also when we hold them loosely, I think it's a really important thing and it ke it keeps our mental a little <laughs> a little safe because yeah. yeah, I mean, when I think about my 401k and truly not being able to touch that until I'm 65 is that the number nowadays is it still 65 or 62 or 
Ooh, open. <laughs> <laughs> I know that for at least a uh, like a Roth IRA, 50, yeah. 59 and a half. Okay, and cool. And then for gen- in general with retirement accounts, you can withdraw from them sure. for particular like things like first, sure. first home or totally. emergency expenses. Totally. I think education is another exception as well. Got you. The, yeah. the age, the age is uh, <laughs> escaping me right we'll now. We'll stitch that in when we, <laughs> later. But um, what I, I right now, I, I don't plan to see that money for another about 40 years. And yeah. so when I think about that, it's like, wow, that's super far away. Is it worth it? Especially with how expensive life is in Seattle, right? You're trying to buy a first house. And yes, you can pull out of your 401k for that. However, mm-hmm. for me, I'm just like, man, I wish this money was going elsewhere as opposed to an investment that's 40 years from now. But once again, I think that the the loose timeline is still like safe for me. I don't know exactly when I'm going to buy a house, but what I do know is like 40 years from now, I think that I'm going to be a pretty happy person with the decisions that I made today. And so it's really hard not to live for today f- from a financial standpoint, plant seeds for the future. Like it's, it's a hard thing, but it's, I think it's something that requires the, I mean, it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. It's the delayed gratification. It's the full essence of what we're talking about today. Exactly. And oh, man, you said so many things that I want to touch on. And I know we need to get to social media comparisons, uh, but with delay gratification. So and ev- like everything you just said, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now without delay gratification. Likewise, because when it comes to all the things that I want to do, I've accepted the fact that none of them are cheap and that in order to have the, the lifestyle that I want in the near future and then also have it 30 or 40 years from now, it's going to require me to be very aggressive mm-hmm. with how I invest and how I save. But at the same time, I don't want to sacrifice all that. No. Now I want to like, I want to have fun now yeah, absolutely. too. And it's just about striking a balance. If you like to go to new restaurants, mm-hmm. do it. Don't yep. stop. Yep. <laughs> but make sure that you're saving more than you're spending 1,000%. eating out. Mm-hmm. If you like clothing, make sure that you're saving more than you're using to. Yeah. And then same with travel and every other thing. It's all about priorities. And yes, I know that it's easier <laughs> to to go with instant gratification. But sure. I know that I mentioned previously that for some people, it's easy to or it's hard to envision yourself reaping the benefits anytime soon. Yeah, I got my first job when I was 18. And since then, I've been saving money. I was making 947 an hour. Big yeah. five sporting goods. <laughs> uh, so Not an advertisement uh, for big five sporting goods. Yeah, but that's where it all started. That laid the groundwork for where I'm at today, because Absolutely. I always had a practice of setting aside something that Mm -hmm. I was making. Even going back to when I got an allowance, I used to get $20 a month from Mm -hmm. my parents. And I was just telling this story uh, the other day in a presentation. At that time in middle school, we had a student store Mm -hmm. and we could get fruit snacks, chips, Chex Mix, Gatorade, things like that. And what I found was, okay, if I don't spend the whole $20 on snacks this month, I'll have even more to spend the next month (laughs) on snacks. And then soon after that, I also, we had chores. We got paid the allowance for doing our chores. Y'all got paid to do chores. Uh, okay. Well, when you say like that, it's like, Oh no, my. <laughs> it's, it was an allow- a monthly allowance. As um, long as you did your chores. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Sorry. I don't and mind that. yeah, because we wouldn't get it if we, sure. if we didn't do our chores. And what I found was, so I, I like playing video games. Yep. Uh, there were instances where I didn't want to do my chores. And my siblings, you know who you are. Uh, they weren't they didn't do a a great job of saving their allowance and so i would pay them to do my chores so that i could play video games and so i quickly (laughs) learned okay like if i save my money and i don't spend it all i can do more like i can buy more things and i can pay people to do the things that i don't even want to do and that was my first introduction (laughs) to to delay gratification but in present day 
the way it's panned out is by not buying all the things that I wanted. So not buying all the sneakers that I wanted, the clothing that mm-hmm. I wanted when I was younger or the mm-hmm. watches mm-hmm. and things like that. I'm now at a place now where if I want to do those things, I can. Yeah. And more often than not, it's not going to make an impact on how I'm living or goals that I have. Sure. But the question that I always ask myself is, do I need to do this? And that's it. One of our friend or one of my friends, you know, his dad, he likes Porsche. Mm, yeah, uh, I know my exactly dream, who you're talking about. <laughs> my, my dream car is a Porsche GT3 RS. Yeah. And the base level Porsche Cayman is something that right now I could... You could use the word afford? Sure. Um, buy. Like your, your account would go to zero. It wouldn't go to zero, yeah. no. And life would go on. Yeah. Life would continue. I had to ask myself, does it even make sense? Like, do I, do I need to buy this car right now? No. No. When I could instead buy... A house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah. before we even get to that, sure. let's talk about social media comparisons. Oof. So social media comparisons, you don't even have social media. No, hey, hey, <laughs> I do. Okay. Pay I some you... respect to Facebook, okay? <laughs> there are still some I young folks on Facebook, all right? <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I got is Facebook. But I think, can you talk about- The peace how... that I feel? No. <laughs> <laughs> can you talk about, I guess, with social media comparisons, because yeah. I know that that's been something that you've battled with in oh, your yeah. personal life. It's mm-hmm. something I've battled with. Mm-hmm. What was that like and how did getting rid of Instagram yeah, help you? So I actually, uh, my choice to get rid of Instagram was, I think I got rid of it in 2018 because I just didn't find myself doing enough work. I had an internship that I really cared about and anytime that I was like frustrated about work or was exhausted, like the first thing that I'd do is like I'd open the Instagram app. And sometimes it would be yeah. the same thing that I'd see every single time over and over and over again. I'd be like, man, what am, what am I looking at? Like, I know exactly what's on this app, but every single time I'm frustrated or I'm exhausted, like I go to this thing for comfort. And so, yeah, I, I was just like, okay, let's X that out. But even mm-hmm. now with Facebook, I also deleted Twitter then too. Even now with Facebook though, it's just like, wow, Facebook kind of has like, you have the reels because Instagram and Facebook are like same ownership, yeah. right? And so you have the Facebook so. reels and everything. And even there, I'm just like, oh, this is just telling me like, I'm just living life the completely wrong way as a 25 year old, or oh, shoot, I'm 26, man. It's mm-hmm. hey, age is coming up on me, man. <laughs> um, as a 26 year, year old, I should be out in Dubai or I need to be yeah. riding a jet ski in Miami right now. Or I should, why Why don't I have the house that, I, that I've always wanted? And it's my fault that I don't have those mm-hmm. things. Social media was, only showing me um, the end product and never the process. Once again, exercise is a big thing for me. And I I saw this uh, mm-hmm. post the other day of this gal that was talking about her exercise journey and actually ended with her being like, hey, I'm actually back to square one. Oh, uh, I saw that. And I, I was that. like, woo. That's a nice transparency post. Yo, how many of us have the confidence to actually show like, hey, we're not actually where we want to be right now. That was so refreshing to see because it's human. Yeah. It's like it's it's part of the human process is like trial and error or going up and then the highs and the lows. Right. Exactly. And so I think that with social media, because you're fed so many highs, you're told you're you end up telling yourself you're doing life the completely wrong way and the life that you're living is incorrect or you're behind or you're inadequate. It gets very, very toxic very fast. And especially during the pandemic, we had a, a slew of gentlemen and personalities that tell men what they need uh, to look like or how much money they need yeah, to yeah. have, whatever it may be. That red pill stuff. <laughs> Man, I don't even want to give them any shout yeah, outs, right? But not. however, where you're at right now is where you're supposed to be. I remember coming on your College Money Habits podcast, or not podcast, but uh, College Money Habit videos and just talking about my financial journey. Yeah, I can't tell you how embarrassed I was 
from time to time to be like, my name is Kelvin and I work as a receptionist. Right. When I was in the midst of people that were working big, cool consultant tech jobs or whatever it may be. But I knew that it was important for me to say that one, because there's nothing wrong with where I was at. There was nothing wrong with being a receptionist. It was just where I was at for the time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so to be transparent about those things, like I wanted to do that because I, I felt like you don't necessarily see that enough. We don't see that enough, like the real side or the harder sides of life on social media. And so I owed it to myself and to anybody that has been victim of the social media uh, toxicity around success or even value, like valuing yourself as a person. And so, yeah, being transparent is like that's a that's something that's really close to my heart and social media doesn't do a great job of that well i think the and i mean you can consider it a flaw of social media but the it's to celebrate life celebrate accomplishments yeah uh, which can be motivating at the same sure. way it can be discouraging sure. if you compare yourself to other people exactly i know that so for you i've seen kind of like those fitness people mm -hmm. on social media oh, yeah. fitness is important to me too and sometimes i'll be like ah hmm, i wish i had more <laughs> exactly. definition yep. here or more definition yep. there uh and that was earlier on and then also there was a i don't know what was going on but there was a period of time where it seemed like everybody around our age or younger was getting a house oh yeah and oh yeah <laughs> i was always seeing that and i was like dang like i, I should have a house now yep. like i should have a house why don't mm -hmm. i have a house yeah and or when people around our age again and don't even get me started on athletes uh, <laughs> yeah that's they, a whole different when they would post uh, like a car um, oh, that man. they got because you know i like cars absolutely it's like why don't why don't i have that right mm -hmm. now or what can i do to get that right now sure. and then getting down on myself and even like the high school we went to a lot of individuals from affluent families oh, yeah. went there mm -hmm. and then university of washington uh <laughs> the, the the parking lot of the university of washington tough so <laughs> i was constantly getting down on myself and saying why don't i have this i yeah. wish i had i wish i had yeah. that and that was it just didn't make any sense no. and then so ultimately how i got out of that was and if you're somebody who you find yourself oftentimes comparing yourself to other people or getting down on yourself where you feel like you're not making enough progress yeah or you feel like you haven't accomplished enough, I think it's important to, and this is what helped me, is just set your own goals. Yeah. And Run define, exactly, begin to define life through your own terms. Mm -hmm. Because there is no, you can ignore all the rules of thumb out there. Totally. Like you and I, we didn't grow up in the same household. No. We don't have the same experiences. No. We don't have the same life. Nope. Anybody listening to this, we're not the same. No. Nope. And so you can't compare yourself to me. I can't compare myself to you. Mm -hmm. If you have a million dollars and I don't, congratulations. I want to get like you <laughs> and so sure. uh, and that's it yeah. like when it comes to setting your own goals it helps you avoid envy mm -hmm. and i want to say self-hate but envy feelings of jealousy and low feelings of self-worth because if i have a goal of doing this in this amount of time if i see somebody else do it quicker that's extra motivation it's not ah darn like, sure I'm sure. happy for you. Yeah. Extra motivation. Like so, okay. I, now like that that motivates me to go even harder because cool. I know it's possible. Sure. Versus ah, damn. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I mean, I'll even say this though. I I think that those people at UW that have the cars like they also compare themselves too because if you drive if you go down to Miami, their cars probably not even Miami's cars, right? Like I mean, we we know like the pleasure that we get from the the material is great however it's just like it's only it, it can fill a life of comparison right and so it's like when we're talking about money like even when we talk about nfl people yeah nfl players make a lot more than us but even in their spaces they still compare themselves too but it's truly about just being confident in where you're at and 
feeling satisfied with the blessings that you do have. And for me, when I see those things, it's like I don't necessarily get extra motivation anymore. Right. It's because it's, it's just like that's not necessarily my goal. My goal isn't to look like you. My goal is to look like myself and just yeah. improve where I'm at. Yeah, it's cool to see those things. And I'm, I'm happy for those people. But I do think like there needs to be the transparency with both sides. Yeah. As we get prepared to close here, I know we've been like back and forth, back and forth, yeah. back and forth. The um, if you are somebody who is looking to practice delay gratification and avoid instant gratification or stop comparing yourself to social media, the first thing you want to do is just recognize what your urges are. Yeah. Do you like to eat out yeah. all the time mm -hmm. or not all the time, but do you like to eat out frequently? Sure. Do you like to travel? Do you like to do whatever you can look at your account and see how much money has yeah. gone to those different things and then uh and the next you want to hold yourself accountable because and that comes with the goal setting because if you have let's say a goal of saving a thousand dollars and you want to save a thousand dollars in let's say three months yeah and you have the ability to save five hundred dollars a month you know you can hit your goal in two months and you know that if you overspend on your vice areas like you're probably not going to hit that goal yeah. in two months. You're probably yeah. not going to hit it in three months. Sure. But self-control is such a huge part of instant gratification and delay gratification. And you mentioned earlier, like not trying to go cold turkey. Yeah. And I think that's extremely important because if you are somebody where let's say you you find that you're going on your phone for hours and hours a day, you might say, OK, instead of two hours a day, let's try to do an hour and a half. Yeah. And then let's do an hour. But you wouldn't throw away your phone. Exactly. And so you don't say, like, oh, I'm going to just stop it all together. Yeah. Same way if you find that you're dining out frequently. You don't need to say, okay, I'm going to do a no spend week. You don't need to start there because yeah. the problem is if you fail, you're probably going to go right back into your habits and say, yeah. okay, it's not possible. Mm -hmm. So start out small. Yeah. Give yourself some grace. And I trust that you're going to be able to get rid of whatever bad habits yeah. it is and it start to see yourself achieving all of your long-term goals. Yeah. And understand too, you have a lifetime to do this work. Exactly. Like you're not supposed to be at some certain place at age 30, at age 35, at age 40, even though like we are told that we're supposed to be there and we'd like to be there. Like if you truly think as your, your entire life as one big awkward phase, <laughs> like where you're willing to work on yourself and willing to be in the median, not the, from that at the very beginning or not the, at the end goal, like it allows you to give yourself that type of grace too. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And so, so in closing, don't forget that we are, of course, hardwired to totally. seek out pleasure yep. and not don't pain. Don't feel guilty for it. Yeah, exactly. We so, all don't, have it. so don't feel guilty when you find yourself falling into different habits. Just work on creating a plan and acknowledging what those habits are Absolutely. so that you can focus on your long term goals and your long term objectives. And then when it comes to social media, you can go the Kelvin route of getting rid of it altogether. Uh, <laughs> I still have Facebook, man. Facebook I'm not going to, I'm not going to count Facebook. <laughs> uh, or um, just work on defining success through your, your own terms. Absolutely. Because as you said, everybody's path is different. Run mm -hmm. your own race. No two people are the same. Exactly. But I wanted to thank you again for hopping on the podcast. Yeah, man. Yet Sorry again. for being late. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and if you are looking to hear more from Kelvin or you're looking to hear more from this podcast, you can find Is It In The Budget on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, my website, College Money Habits. And I also want to shout out Bank of America Seattle for sponsoring this episode. Yep. Uh, you can also check out Better Money Habits by Bank of America if you're interested in investing, budgeting, credit, any topic under the sun. Love it. But thank you again, Kelvin. Yeah, and thank you if you listened to this episode as well. And lastly, 
next time you are making a spending decision, whether it is to go to McDonald's mm-hmm. or Chick-fil-A or, or, to buy, or, yeah, or to buy a house, <laughs> don't forget to ask yourself, is it in the budget? We'll see you next time.